Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. On the front lines. We are not protected. We're facing our own death. Safer, empty streets. I like the fact they shut down the city. Somber primary wins for Joe Biden. Tackling this pandemic is a national emergency akin to fighting a war. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. The coronavirus clampdown in this country expands by the day. Millions are staying home. In San Francisco, it's shelter-in-place restrictions. New York City is considering tighter measures. The virus has now hit all 50 states with a positive test in West Virginia. There are now more than 6,300 recorded cases in the U.S. and at least 109 deaths. We take a listen this morning to what some of America's doctors are saying as the virus spreads. They work in places like New York's Long Island, Pennsylvania, and California. We walk to the bedside like we always do, but now we are knowing that we are not protected. We're facing our own death. We're concerned, we're scared, but we know what we have to do, and we want to be a part of the solution. The fact that we don't have the right protective gear to handle these patients makes me know that I am at risk. Two of the most precious human beings in my life, my mother-in-law and my son, may also face potentially life-threatening consequences because of my decision to stay at my post. CBS's Jamie Ucas has the latest on the effort from coast to coast to convince people to stay home. When nearly 7 million people shelter in place, well-known San Francisco sites like Fisherman's Wharf virtually empty. I think we needed to do it. It's going to hurt a lot of people, I know, but it's for the greater good. But it is really strange to see no one here. A drastic move to stop the spread of COVID-19. A similar move could be coming to New York City. I think New Yorkers should be prepared right now for the possibility of a shelter-in-place order. More cities announced bars and restaurants are closed. New Orleans Bourbon Street is a ghost town. Richmond, Virginia restaurateur John Davenport says he had to lay off 320 of his employees. Something that's hard to wrap our minds around. And a new poll indicates one in five American households have lost work because of the coronavirus pandemic. CBS's Nancy Cordes in Washington says there is a federal push to help businesses and individuals in a big money package. These 
Payments would go out in April, that's this month, with another round to come down the road if there is still a need. Now, this initiative alone could cost about $250 billion. And while they're still working out how much each individual would get, it could be structured something like the tax rebates you saw during the last recession, where you got a different amount depending on things like your income level. President Trump has suggested the military could be used in any effort to arrange temporary hospital space. CBS's Cammie McCormick reports the Pentagon is already pitching in. The Defense Department will provide 5 million respirator masks for civilian health authorities. 1 million will be made available immediately. The Pentagon's also making available thousands of specialized ventilators, and military labs will assist in testing civilians. A new study gives us a good indication of the virus's staying power. Here's CBS's Vicki Barker. The coronavirus can live up to three days on plastic and steel surfaces, up to one day on cardboard, only four hours on copper. The study in the New England Journal of Medicine also notes that the virus starts to deteriorate as soon as it lands on something, and even if you do touch a contaminated surface, the epidemic Epidemiologists emphasize you'll only risk infection if you then touch your face without washing your hands first. The U.S. and Canada are working on travel restrictions. I'm Chris Mavridis in Toronto. An official joint announcement is expected soon. There's word both countries will suspend all non-essential travel between the U.S. and Canada. Truck drivers will still be allowed to move goods over the border since closing it completely would cause massive economic damage. Canada relies on the U.S. for 75% of its exports. S&P futures point to stocks opening lower on Wall Street after yesterday's 1,000-point jump in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Markets were lower in Asia and Europe. Of course, big concerts have been canceled all over the country. Smaller ones, too, but not all of them, as we hear from CBS's Jennifer Brown. In California, Chino Valley students wouldn't let the coronavirus stop their concert. The choir kids from San Bernardino recorded themselves at home, stitched together the audio and video, and performed Over the Rainbow on YouTube. The touching viral video may require a tissue. Posted yesterday, it has more than 18,000 views already. Former Vice President Joe Biden won in each of the three states that held Democratic primary voting yesterday. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Biden now has more than half of the 1,991 delegates needed to clinch the Democratic nomination. The former vice president beat Sanders by double digits in all three states. His strong showing last night is the latest in a string of victories. With such a large lead, the former vice president used brief remarks from his Delaware home last night to extend an olive branch to Sanders supporters. I hear you. I know what's at stake. Our goal as a campaign and my goal as a candidate for president is to unify this party and then to unify the nation. Concerns about the coronavirus did impact in-person voting, especially in Illinois. About 200 voting sites in Chicago had to be relocated after at least 850 poll workers, many of them elderly, stayed home due to health concerns. It didn't take long for superstar quarterback Tom Brady to find a new home, as we hear from CBS's Gary Nunn. Brady has agreed in principle to a deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, said to be in the neighborhood of $30 million a year. Approaching age 43, Brady ends his 20-year quarterback run with the Pats, winning six Super Bowls and three MVPs. The NFL Network reported earlier the L.A. Chargers were out of the running. Brady's choice reportedly was based on his preferences to stay on the East Coast. 
Katy Perry's 2013 hit Dark Horse, a federal judge overturned a jury verdict that found she and her collaborators copied from a Christian rap song. A win for Perry, but an appeal is likely. A sports superstar is making news off the court, and yes, it's about the story everyone's talking about. Kevin Durant says he's among four Brooklyn Nets players to test positive for the coronavirus. Everyone be careful, take care of yourself, and quarantine. We're going to get through this, he told The Athletic. The Nets announced Tuesday that four players had tested positive for COVID-19, but they did not identify the players. Only one is exhibiting symptoms, but all four are isolated under the care of team doctors. Durant, a two-time NBA Finals MVP, has not played this season as he recovers from an injury from last year's championship game. Matt Piper, CBS News. Hollywood's leading man in this coronavirus story is Tom Hanks, who was treated for it at an Australian hospital with his wife, Rita Wilson, and they're now at home. He says he has the blahs, but no fever. He's able to do chores, and he's losing to Wilson at Gin Rummy. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.